On this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man there whose right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees watched him closely to see if he would cure on the Sabbath so that they might discover a reason to accuse him. But he realized their intentions and said to the man with the withered hand, Come up and stand before us. And he rose and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil, to save life rather than to destroy it? Looking around at them all, he then said to him, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was restored. But they became enraged and discussed together what they might do to Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. It is essential to start out the new week with a different attitude. You need that. Do not allow your mental to-do lists for the next few days cloud or overshadow the many graces that Jesus wants to grant us these days. Let us not allow our activities to overtake us, but rather let us stay above our activities, in control. If you are starting the day and having breakfast, don't run, don't rush. Take the time to pray in peace before you leave your home. If you are already out, or if you are traveling and uh, couldn't pray in peace, wherever you are, don't try to overtake anyone on the road. If you are already late, you won't gain anything by rushing. Walk slowly, drive slowly. It isn't good to be knocking into people or getting angry because they are knocking into you running over you. Don't let yourself be carried away by the maelstrom. Let's start with a different attitude so that everything we do will add up to distinguish this day from other days. Today I propose that you fix your gaze on Jesus, and as we gaze upon him, let's contemplate the Jesus of today's glimpses of the Gospel. Jesus does good without caring about the opinion or opposition of others, in this case the Pharisees, who go crazy with anger when they see him do good and heal. In the course of our lives we will often find that goodness encounters opposition. Even those who claim they want to do good can experience this. In this case, they were religious people who claimed to love God. Jesus spent his time doing good and didn't allow others to stop him, even when they tried to place obstacles in his way. Jesus does good by wanting to teach others why he does it, but they don't understand. In the end, he does it anyway. That's the beauty of today's Gospel. Whoever wants to understand, let him understand. In his heart, Jesus has the courage to do good. We all need that courage 
to do good in places where even that isn't enough, where doing good doesn't seem to satisfy or as peace. Perhaps you are thinking, how can this happen? Is it even possible? How is it that not even doing good can satisfy certain people? Can man be so close to goodness? How sad Jesus must have been, how sad he must have felt and continue to feel every time he encounters a human being who isn't satisfied with goodness, who isn't satisfied with anything. So let us learn this from Jesus today. Let us learn his decisiveness and courage to do good every time we know we should, by using good means. Do not hesitate to emulate him wherever you are at work or at home, in the street or on a trip. Try to do good in all things and to do it well, right? When you have a chance to do good, do it, even if those around you are spurred by anger, ire or jealously, even if those who claim to be good, like the Pharisees, are enraged. Let them get angry. Just keep on doing good and be happy about it. The second thing I propose for you today is to think about the incredible attitude of the Pharisees. It seems unbelievable, but no, it's true. Is it possible to be so close of mind and speed it, even when a person is witnessing a miracle? Yes, it is possible. Instead of reveling in the goodness that they can see if they only choose to, it's possible for people to jump to conclusions without knowing the truth, or to be so preoccupied with something they cannot see that they miss the beauty and goodness that's right in front of them. There are people like that. It is true there are people, even religious people, and I would even say priests, who, when they see something good or someone doing something good, instead of enjoying it, will look for a flaw to criticize. They look for a reason to accuse, any excuse to split hairs. They simply cannot enjoy the good things in others without finding fault with people with the world, and with the church starting from the Pope all the way down to your parish and your priest. Why can't we simply enjoy the good things in others? Why do we sometimes get angry at the good things? Ask yourself if that has ever happened to you. Some people are bitter and don't enjoy goodness because deep down they are envious. Envy gets in the way of enjoying the goodness that surrounds us, even outside the church. Why do we sometimes think that we are the only ones who can do good and that we do it better than others? There is much Phariseeism in this world, also within the church, and in the hearts of those who believe that they are the only ones who have the measure of things, only they know how things should be. With his courage and freedom, Jesus helps us overcome this attitude. How? As of today and throughout this week, try congratulating others 
for all the good things you discover in them and rejoice in all they do. Remember, there are many good things outside of you, your group, your parish and your movement. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.